The Green Bay Packers are on the verge of a playoff spot. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk at four and eight? We'd be playing for a playoff spot. But here we are against the Lions. We got the playoffs on the cusp. The Packers could potentially be there. We're going to talk about it. This is the Bowski Bros Podcast, and this is the Packers edition. Uh, welcome back to the Bowski Bros Podcast, everybody. This is the Packer edition of our podcast. If you have not joined us before, this is not our, our normal programming. We typically have a main NFL episode every single week with the three boys on the pod. But tonight, it is just Tim and myself, Johnny, the Packer fans here on the Bowski Bros. We're going to talk about some Packer potential playoff matchups as well as I mean, this would be a dive into kind of, kind of the the NFL as a whole when it comes to the playoffs. But definitely talking about the Packers. Glad to have you here, everybody listening, and glad to be here with you, Tim. How are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling pretty good. I was super productive this afternoon. Put up a new shelf in the garage. Organized my workbench. Feeling good. Snow? Did you have to snow blow again? Yeah, I had to snowblow my driveway and my neighbor's driveway because he's out of town on a fishing trip. So doing the doing the good neighbor deed of the year, and I'm done. Can you recall living in Minnesota a time where we've had as much snow as we currently have? Oh, yeah. Maybe not this early, but I definitely remember. I mean, I went to school. I went to college in Duluth. Oh, I suppose, yeah. We got, we got snow all the fucking time. I mean... I remember my it was my senior year, I had or my junior year, and I had canceled uh spring finals because of snow. That's in like April or May. It's like good lord. That's sorry. Cancel cancel the finals. Still getting snow on the ground. Well, I think uh yeah, we've I, we always get snow in Minnesota. I it's probably happened before I just can't remember the last time it's been this much and maybe I'm just paying attention to how much it is because I'm a homeowner and I don't have a snowblower like you so I'm that I'm that broke ass bitch out there with the shovel trying to clean everything off I I think I shoveled yesterday probably for uh, I don't know two and a half hours maybe I don't know you and I talked on the phone while I did it but it started to get dark before I even came in, and when I walked into the door, I, t- I turned around, and it was already snowing again and starting to accumulate on the driveway, and I'm just, I looked at my wife, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I need a snowblower, because this this shovel shit is for, it's for, you know, as Sam would say, for the gays. <laughs> I, thought, I kind of thought you were going to say that. Let me ask you this, Johnny. When you know a big snowfall's coming, you know, the forecast is saying, oh, we're going to get six to ten inches like we did this last week. Are you going out every once in a while to to you know kind of maintain what you got, get the easy layer, you know, the one one inch at a time, or are you just waiting until it's all done? Uh I no don't shovel. I may I may be somewhere in the middle of what you just described. So I don't think it's like uh every inch I'm out there cleaning it off. I think maybe it's like a mid sure. it's like a midway point. I'll go clean it all up. And then I'll clean it all up again when it's all done. So it's like a half and half, I would say. I'm 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 kind of with you. I guess I would give the same answer. The only difference for me is I shall if there's snow on the ground and I have to move any cars, 
then I'm shoveling. Like if I have to go to the store, pick up the kids from school, because I hate going over the snow and it just gets packed down on my driveway and it just, it, when it's really cold, it just doesn't go away. So that's the worst. So what sucks for us is we live down an alleyway and, mm-hmm. and, uh, the, when, when the city plows, they kind of close our alleyway in on each side street, you know, when they push that big pile of shit right in front of the alleyway and then we're, we're stuck. So for me, when I'm shoveling the driveway at some point, I need to move my vehicles because we don't park them in the garage. So I have to move them to clean off the whole driveway. Well, I'm not able to get onto a side street because I've gotten snowed into the alleyway. So yesterday I had to park both my cars in the middle of the alleyway running while I tried to shovel as fast as I could. And of course, while I'm in the middle of it, that's when the big city plow comes down the alleyway and both of my cars are in the middle of the alleyway. And he was like honking his horn and yelling at me. So then I move my cars back into my driveway that's full of snow so he can get by. And he just pushes a big pile of shit right behind my cars. And it was, and I had to do exactly what you just said. I had to drive over them and pack it down a little bit. Yeah. Nothing's worse than the plow coming right after you clear your driveway. Oh, absolutely. It's horrible. It's like, fucking A. <laughs> I don't, yeah. But, Although, I will say, uh, I to the day that I die, I'll tell everybody, maybe not to the day that I die, we'll see when I get older, but at least right now I tell everybody I would take all this snow over, you know, 95 degree basement of America, Florida humidity in the summer where your AC units can't even keep up with the wet heat outside. I'm with you, dude. I, yeah, the cold is way better than the hot for sure. Speaking of, uh, snow removal, uh, doesn't look like we're going to have any snow in the forecast for the game this weekend. Perfect. At, uh, at Lambeau field when we take on the Detroit lions for a playoff spot. Playoff spot for us, playoff spot for the Lions TBD on the Seahawks. TBD, yep. Uh, Lions, I guess we can just kind of roll right into it, right? Packers need a win, and we're in, right? Lions need a Seahawks loss and a win over the Packers. Uh, Seahawks need to win and then have us lose. And that's it. Yeah, so we... Those are the only three... We, and that's just to get it. that's just to get in. Of course, there's you know multiple multitude of first seed, second seed, third seed scenarios right now for the NFC and AFC alike. But I think there's four teams that could have a shot at the first at the one seed in the NFC. Or is it now only three? I, think I don't think Minnesota can't get it anymore. Yeah, Minnes- going into last Mi- week. Minnesota can't get it. I believe it's Philadelphia, Dallas, and uh, the Forty Nine ers. Yep, you got that right. Those are the three that are, are still shooting for the one seed. The Packers are only playing for a seven seed. Uh, and like you said, that game got flexed to Sunday night against the Lions and Lambeau, and then we have the Seahawks playing at 325 just before the Sunday night game. And uh, obviously, I, I feel just from a general football perspective, it's more fun if the Seahawks lose their game because then – Sunday night football winner is is going to get a playoff spot, whether it's the Lions or the Packers. That's That would certainly be more intriguing for all football fans. Uh, although I've seen it circle a little bit, and I think Sam even said it, where 
if the Seahawks lose, it becomes dumb because then the Lions aren't playing for anything. I don't know that I necessarily agree with with that statement just because when you look at it's the Lions and the Packers, it's Dan Campbell in Detroit in the season that they've had. Uh, even if they're not playing for a playoff spot, playing to end a divisional foe season, I feel like is enough to go out and leave it on the field as much as you can. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? Dan Campbell's not going to let this team if they are out of the playoff scenario, let up on the gas. He just, he won't allow it. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't see that happening. I don't know. I, I'm always hopeful and optimistic that if, you know, regardless of if you have a playoff potential spot or whatever, or you're not play, like play a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like For don't, sure. yeah. don't let up on the gas. I guess I can kind of see, like, you know, we were talking earlier this season, if the Packers were mathematically eliminated, then sure, said Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, there's no point in having someone like that out there. But, you know, uh, I don't know. I just say always play your best. Now, what about, how do you, what do you think of the, uh, I guess, non-matchup that it's going to be is the Bears and the Lions and Justin Fields is is now, quote-unquote, injured and will not play this weekend giving Nathan Peterman the start. I know Fields was a little banged up last week, going, not going into the game, but kind of midway through the first half. I think he got, he got a little knocked around, but I don't know. If he's really hurt. Yeah. I sure. uh, Well, it's it's the Bears and the Vikings. I think you said Bears and Lions. but uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, ba- Bears and Vikings. But with that, Justin Fields sitting, uh, that I could see... That's a game where, uh, as a, a Bears fan, you hope that your team doesn't go out there and try and ball because if the Texans right. lose and the Bears lose, the Bears get the one overall pick. If they both lose? Yeah, yeah. if the Texans... Sorry, if the Texans win... Yeah, I had that backwards. Okay. If the Texans win and the Bears lose, the Bears will get the number one overall pick. So that's something where... Detroit, they're probably going to be middle of the pack regardless of the outcome of uh, Sunday night football. But the Bears, that's something where maybe you do want to tank it because you could potentially get a one overall. And and either way, they're going to end up with the second. But there's something about that one overall pick that is just juicy and teams want, of course, you know. I'm a man of integrity, Johnny. I would never tank for a, a number one overall pick. but. I totally understand the logic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't blame him. But yeah, I don't even know. I if you're the if you're the Bears though, like why I guess would you want the number one overall pick? Or like why would you tank for it? Because I think the number one pick is probably gonna be like a CJ Stroud or something. But like I I think the Bears are set at quarterback. Oh, I don't for think sure. They need to Justin Fields is like, not the you problem. Get the one of the two. Right, 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 right. So, you know, maybe I guess get the first round or first overall pick and trade value, right? Yeah, well that's that that would be a big one. Is you could uh right. as Sam as Sam would always say, he's a huge fan of trading picks for proven players. And if you got the one overall pick, you could go find yourself a a, a well proven player and a team willing to give them up for a one overall. Yeah, I don't know. 
yeah, I don't even want to get in the draft because it's, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, fu- around, yeah, fuck but. that shit. We're on to playoffs here. Packers going We're for the playoffs. seven. Uh, uh, some some potential matchups for the Packers, because this is the Packer edition. If they do win and they get that seven seed, depending on how games go, I think they're really their, uh, how many matchups could they have? They could have like three different, couldn't they, or four. Uh, it, they could, they could potentially play either San Francisco, Minnesota, Dallas, or Philly. So there are four options for them and they're all a little, you know, this team loses, this team wins, this team loses, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, so I think the, uh, go ahead. Yeah. I think, I think the most likely scenario is that the Packers are going to end up playing the 49ers in the first round. Yep. The 49ers, if they can. If if they get in, yeah, if they get in, the Packers are going to end up playing the 49ers. That would leave, you know, because I think that scenario is if the 49ers beat the Cardinals, which is and if very they likely. lose, which is extremely likely. And but if they lose, there's like that's when Green Bay doesn't play San Francisco, and there's all the other different potential spots. But yeah, I think the most likely scenarios they play. Uh, they being the Packers, we being the Packers, play the Niners, and the Giants end up playing the Vikings in the first round. Yeah, and I think probably the most likely, if you wanted to narrow it down to two for the Packers, would be them either playing San Francisco or Minnesota. Um, and out of those two, like we've said, it's most likely if if the Packers get in, it's going to be San Francisco because I just I don't see them dropping to the Cardinals I just I don't know that that's gonna happen they got a lot to play for but in order for, in order for that to happen though the Packer Viking first round matchup San Francisco would lose to Arizona and then yes. Minnesota have to win and we'd have to win obviously so correct that's that's all that would happen so I don't know it a lot hinges on that Niners game and yeah I mean if the basically if the Niners win they play us or I guess Detroit but yeah, so that's how that shakes out. Where do you think... Uh, so we did this first Packers Edition podcast about a month ago, and it was kind of a sound the alarm podcast, right? It was like, oh shit, things are not fucking great right now. We're four and eight. Yeah. It's uh, it's looking pretty bleak. We were, we were talking about Aaron Rodgers' contract situation, what it would take to, you know, trade him, keep him, deal him, whatever. And... What, do you remember what our playoff uh, chances or probability was? Well, at percentage-wise, that, at, at that point, at that, time? at that point, we were literally at a one percent chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was one percent. They had a set like less than one percent even a couple weeks before that. What do you think we're at now? Well, I mean, going off of the fact, going make the playoffs. Yeah, going based off of that. Uh, we control our own destiny. It's definitely has to be above 50. I would say probably somewhere in the 60s would be my guess. It's a damn good guess. 63%. Oh, okay. Where we sit right now. Well, yeah, I mean, you figure if you control your own destiny with only one game left in the season, you're definitely above 50%. Right, yeah, I mean, that's... 
That's logical. Or you're at least 50%. So we're only, yeah. Right. So it's funny even looking to so saw on PFF, they have percentage to make the playoffs, to win the title, or to win the division, win the conference, win the Super Bowl. And we're at a 5% chance to win the conference championship. And our divisional foe, as you like to say, the Vikings is at 9%. To win the Super Bowl, we're at 2% shot, and they're only at 3%. <laughs> so... Hey, they're still and they also above have us. the Packers overall. Just this in the PFF power rankings, and I know the power rankings are different everywhere you look, but we like to go by PFF just because it's more statistical. Uh, they have the Packers at seven overall uh, and fourth in the NFC behind San Francisco, Dallas, and Philly. Well, yeah, I think so, uh, I think if Green Bay wins against the Lions, they're gonna they're Gosh, I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about saying this, but I I almost feel like they become more of a feared team in the playoffs for uh potential opponents than the Minnesota Vikings. I think so. The only knock against them would be that they don't have the potential of being at home. You know, hasn't they, that that hasn't helped Green Bay in the past. I don't think it matters. Know, but it's not, I don't, I feel like it's not that big of a sample size. And I know we've lost like a lot of home games in the playoffs, but like, I just don't think that that is why we're losing. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I don't think home field is a disadvantage. No, I, all. yeah, I don't know that I'd go as far to say for the Packers, it's a disadvantage. I think San Francisco is a disadvantage for the Packers. It's not so much home field as it is the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, we I could talk myself back and forth. I think I said on the main pod before, like, I, I had a theory about being at home. I guess I'm kind of eating my words now. Being at home is a disadvantage for them because they live it and do it every day. Remember me talking about that? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I don't think it makes one difference you know either way but i do think that minnesota has a huge home field advantage i think for how loud and all the noise that they artificially pump in i think it's just it's too big of an advantage for them not if they play dallas well yeah but in the playoffs it's different i mean it like it really is at u.s bank and it it is at Lambeau well, too. But well, I, I think I think just teams are different in general. It's almost as when that playoff switch is turned on, uh, it's just a different type of football. It really is. Uh, and like we've talked about, if teams can get over the hump of a first game, it's like something clicks and teams get hot quick. And mm-hmm. the playoffs all of a sudden look completely different than the regular season. So there's your advantage then. Uh, we've been playing playoff football since week 15, week 14, week 15. We didn't, we don't have to turn on a switch where, you know, we're kind of already heating up. Yeah. That switch has been so, turned on. So for other teams, you know, not like other teams have totally took a nosedive, but you know, kind of Philly, they've kind of, well, they haven't come back a yeah, little Phil, bit. Right? Philly hasn't had Jalen hurts, uh, for a few weeks. I Okay. But still, talking about the heating up thing though, like that, that probably has an impact on it. Right. Like, I know they only yeah. lost, what, th- two or three games right now? But, like, dude, just imagine, like, him coming back in and the, the continuity hasn't been there, you know, being hurts and, like, that that could be a big deal. 
you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I definitely but, agree. Because we've all, you know, I mean, because like we've, we've also talked about how teams sitting, I mean, individual players sitting for a while isn't the best scenario either. So just, you know, Jalen Hurts having some time off isn't necessarily the best thing for the Eagles. But uh, yeah, I think you were just about to go there. Minnesota, I feel, has, I feel like they've definitely hit the decline. I don't know. Maybe I'm off. Maybe it's just was a fluke against the Packers. But boy, does it seem like when they lose, they lose. And when they win, it's just barely. They, <laughs> yeah, it's like the bend, bend but don't break, right? But like in those other games, you know, against us, against Dallas, against Philly, it's like they didn't bend. They just fucking snapped, you know, like they didn't. There was yeah. no hanging around. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, obviously you have like going that last game against Minnesota for the Packers, you go up. What was it? You know, big number to a little number. I forget what. Well, it was, tw- it was, it was 20, was, 27 but. to three at the half. And then it was 41 to three with like seven minutes left in the game. So you kind of have the, the history in your back, the back of your mind, right? With the Colts game that the Vikings just played. Oh yeah. And I know we're not the Colts, you know, we have, I would, I'd like to think we have a better defense than them, but it's like, it could happen, you know, like realistically it could happen, but the well, way that yeah. we played against Miami and the way that we were playing in the first half of that game, I never thought it was going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We like don't the Vikings uh, have done it before, but we were not, we were not going to let them back. We were, we completely shut the door on them. Well, it's kind of them pretty much the whole game. I mean, even with the Dolphins, like it's kind of been talked about with the Packers. Sorry, this season is kind of circulated where it's, you know, you punch them in the face, they're not coming back, they kind of fold. Uh, I think we showed against Miami, and I know Sam will go, you know, oh, you know, Tua had a concussion after the first half, whatever. Anyway, uh, I think we showed that, yeah, we can, we can rally with our backs against the wall or when we're down or, and that, and that's what you want to see, you know, Hmm. absolutely. I mean, of course you want to be able to close out a game, even if you do have a bad quarter or two. Yeah. And Detroit, Detroit's not going to let you, you know, go up and then stay up though. They're going to, I mean, they're going to throw, they're going to put up a lot of points, but uh, I think what we have going for us. So Detroit, you know, talk about that matchup a little bit. Uh, Detroit, their biggest weakness is on defense, obviously, right? They score a fuck ton of points and they, they're probably like a top, like realistically, probably like a top eight offense, you know, like maybe even higher. I've heard people call them like a top four offense, which, you know, I I don't know. Having a shitty defense is really hard to extrapolate that out, but you know, they've given, so they've averaged at home and away. Because their offensive thing is they play really well at home and really shitty on the road, right? Like, that's just what they've done. Defensively, they've been shitty everywhere, no matter where they play. Yeah. Especially running against the against the rush. They've given up 5.3 yards per carry at home and away yeah. on the ground. Well, that's a lot. That's only that's uh, second behind, I forget who it was, but they had 5.4. Aaron Jones is going to eat you give up five yards. You give up five yards every time you run the ball or the other team runs the ball, that's not good. 
No. And when it's going to be 15 to 20 degrees at Lambeau Field and you're going against a pretty damn good running team in Green Bay, you know, top offensive line when they're healthy, and Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon smacking you in the mouth, it's not going to go well for the Lions. And I think, you know, we love to see Rodgers running it in and throwing touchdowns and connecting, but, like, I think to be successful, this team, this Packer team, has to keep running the ball. Absolutely. Like, and I hate, you know, seeing, oh, Aaron Rodgers is bringing Aaron Rodgers. It's like Aaron Rodgers haven't done a fucking thing. Like, he, you know, he's connected a few times with with his young receivers, but, like, I like the way we run the ball way more than we're passing it right now. Uh, I would agree. So, I think so uh, four and a, I think I think we're a fa- uh, four and a half point favorite or something like that in this game. I honestly think we're gonna blow these guys out of the water. I think we're gonna be so hyped up for this. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun matchup. But I think we come away with a, a fairly easy victory. Uh, yeah, I certainly hope so. I think. Uh... I think like you just alluded to that I think our defense is definitely better than theirs. Uh, Their offense, like we said, is high-powered, but I think their defense and our run game, like you just said, is ultimately going to be the downfall for them. I I don't want to be the person who says we're going to stomp on them just because I I don't know. I just... I'll say it. I'll say it, Johnny. Yeah. I'll take it. If this whole whole thing, you know, melts down... We don't make the playoffs, you know, shit. Even if the line, imagine if we go into Sunday night with the Seahawks victorious and then we just get spanked by the Lions. That would, How much would that suck? <laughs> that would be a really shitty finish to what has been a pretty wild past month and a half. That that would just like that's, that'd be kind of devastating. <laughs> that's that's kind of why when they when we talked about this before they came out with the schedule for Sunday, it's like, is putting this game at Sunday night like the best option? You know? Well, like there's other yeah. there's other divisional games that don't have, you know, other games impacting them, you know, winning in. But Yeah, uh, I I I I agree with Sam where Jacksonville and Tennessee would have been a good Sunday night game because that is for a division. But again, the NFL wants Lambeau Field and Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night. You know, that's you just have to assume that's what it is. Yeah, and like if that if if those teams are playing, was it Jacksonville, Tennessee? Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm gonna be in bed. <laughs> so, but I don't know if you know are the you know Cowboys fans and every other NFC team gonna be tuning into that game. You know, the Packer game, regardless. Well, it's like I... If it's meaningful. Yeah, it's like I told you, even if Seattle... I, I know there's the speculation that, well, if Seattle loses, it makes Sunday night much more fun because then whoever wins is is in. However, if Seattle wins, it, it opens up the market for viewers because you're going to have Seattle, all of Washington, tuning in as well. And that, that whole market of Seahawks fans cheering... Uh, against the Packers, you know, hoping for a playoff shot. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I didn't even think about that, but I don't know, who did the fucking, who did the Seahawks even play this weekend? The Rams. The Rams? The Rams? Yeah. They're going to, I mean, they got to win that game. There's no way. You think, think so? LA's kind of given up on it already, so. Well, I, I think ultimately I'm with you. Uh, 
I think it's just been too much of a sweet pass month and a half for Green Bay not to top it off against a divisional rival right into the playoffs as a seven seed. So that's what I'm pulling for. That's what you're pulling for. But we have a whole <clears throat> we have a whole another side of the ball, uh, the AFC with some kind of some developments happening since the Bills and Bengals game that happened this past Monday night officially got canceled after that DeMar Hamlin injury. So now the NFL has had to figure some things out as far as the AFC playoff seating. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Okay, Tim, AF, AF, AFC. AFC, Bills, Bengals, canceled. Bills were playing for a one seed. Bengals, I believe, were still in the mix for a one seed. Kansas City currently sits with the one seed. What happens now with the AFC playoff seeding? Well, uh, I'm glad you asked. So for, uh, today's Thursday. We're recording tomorrow's Friday when this comes out. Uh, it sounds like the league's going to meet with the coaches and you know the competition committee, all that stuff, and they're going to come up with a different, or a couple different, you know, scenarios uh, for the weekend. So. It's uh, basically they're going off of win percentage for teams that have played less games, um, which could hurt, could help uh, certain teams. But there there could potentially be a neutral site game if any of these three following scenarios are met. So scenario one, if Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie in week 18, then a Buffalo-Kansas City AFC championship game would be at a neutral site, which <laughs> can you imagine? That's actually super likely too. Yeah. Because who are, your, who are your two top picks for the AFC championship game? Oh, it's got to be Buffalo, Kansas city. Yeah, right? for sure. And Oh God, imagine if they had to play at a neutral site and it would probably be somewhere like Dallas. Um, well, or Detroit, if I had to guess somewhere, or Detroit, Detroit shirt, so somewhere inside, right? Oh, for sure. But, yep. you know, obviously, obviously far away. Uh, it would be funny if they played in Detroit because that would be Buffalo's third game at Ford Field <laughs> this year. That That's almost too one. much of an advantage. <laughs> it's basically home field. Yeah. Um, so there's that option. Uh, scenario two, if the Bills and Chiefs both lose and Baltimore wins uh, versus the Bengals, then a uh, Bills Kansas City championship game would be a neutral uh, neutral site, which is the same outcome, just different way to get there. And then if Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati beats Baltimore, then a Bills or Bengals Bills or Bengals versus the Chiefs game would also be at a neutral site. So, so that would just be adding the the Bengals into the neutral site mix. Exactly. Yep. So. It's uh, it's kind of convoluted. It's a little confusing, but so basically, you know, at the end of the day, basically in week eighteen coming up here, if Kansas City and Buffalo both lose and the Bengals win, you essentially have three number one seeds when it comes to a championship game. Kansas City would technically be the only team getting a first round bye, correct? Uh, yes. In most of the scenarios that I see, like basically all of them, the chiefs are going to be the one seed. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so basically if the Chiefs lose, they're not the one seed. Well, that's, and, that's just straight up what it is. And you got to imagine, I mean, I can't put myself in the organization's shoes, uh, but we all watch what happened during the Bengals-Bills game uh, to Hamlin. You, you, you can only assume that both of these teams are fine with any of those outcomes, right? I don't, like, we've talked about this over the past few days where it's like, a compromise, like a compromise has to happen. And I, I don't know that either the Bengals organization or the Bills organization is really butthurt about the NFL's way of going about it. Maybe I'm completely wrong. That's just assumption. That That's my opinion. I mean, I, I guess I'd be kind of peeved if, uh, if you're a Ravens fan, right? Because you've beaten the Bengals twice this year. Yeah. I think. And like, if you somehow, you know, got kicked lower because of that, I'm having a better win percentage, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that would kind of suck, but I mean, yeah, you're kind of like, you kind of still just have to beat the best, right? And like, yeah. do whatever. But I guess, well, I'm I saying looking even at all these different, looking at all these different scenarios, the Ravens don't even really have a shot. Anything higher than uh no, and and I hear you. And, five seed, but, well, and so. I I think even if you are the Ravens or a Ravens fan, I think more so the Ravens organization as a whole. I don't think anybody's going to be upset with it because I I don't know that any team would have wanted to continue playing that game. Right, if the Ravens put themselves in the shoes of the Bengals you would hope that they do the same thing. I bet every team out there would would probably say they do the exact same thing if somebody was to get injured in the way Hamlin did, and they'd probably just be okay with the compromise because that game should not have been played, right? Most logical, you know, well-rounded, uh, non-idiotic person should think like that, right? Correct. <laughs> if you know, if you, if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Tippers league. But yeah, I mean, you gotta, you know, I thought, I thought the way that uh, Zach Taylor, you know, handled himself, you know, right after this and everything, and even up to like today, you know, was just so classy. I guess, uh, like his wife's school i guess she's a like a teacher or something like all the kids in her class were like writing cards and get well cards and sending them to demar hamlin you know and maybe that's a pr stunt i'm sure it is but like that you know everyone's just everyone's got such a good head about this and it's it's been kind of fun to watch all of the you know trickle effect of although it's an unfortunate thing to happen for him you know the trickle effect of the gofundme and you know people getting a little more uh you know, conscientious about mental health and player safety and all, all the kind of stuff like that. So it's uh it's an unfortunate injury, but it seems to be, you know, kind of a light at the end of the tunnel with him, you know, waking up today and writing, writing on a piece of paper, you know, did we win? Yeah. was the first thing that he wrote down and asked. And uh, I think I, I the heard doctors uh, responded. Yeah. The doctors responded. Yeah. You, you won. Yeah. You, you won. The well, game for life. sure. You definitely, Basically. you definitely won, bro. Yeah. I think I saw Josh Allen in, a, in an interview say that even before DeMar woke up, uh, his dad 
Demar's dad said that his first question when he woke up would be who won the game, and sure, sure enough, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, so no, that's obviously Just awesome. Competitor. And, <clears throat> for sure, and I think everybody, especially the, the players in the league, I it's that it's that compromise, right? I don't player safety's more important than playoff seating and mental health and those guys is more important than playoff seating and 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 you don't want to get on the train of, well, the NFL's gotta figure it out and be one of those guys when someone is literally fighting for their life saying, Well, they gotta play this game. They gotta make it up. They gotta do this. It's like, no, there's there's a solution. They'll get it figured out. Let's worry about this dude that's literally fighting for his life first, you know? Right. Yeah, sometimes it's uh, there are things bigger than the game. I do think though that like if this would have happened in like week four, like it wouldn't be. We probably would have forgot about it by now. You know, it's just the fact that the playoffs. And for some reason, there goes Tim again. Everybody, sorry. For some reason, he likes to to drop out on these recordings from time to time, but he'll probably pop up back here in a second. But before he does, uh, I mean. Damar Hamlin uh, again just to reiterate it is awesome that uh they they said that at least his eyes opened up I don't know if he's speaking yet Tim said that he was writing down on a piece of paper and uh just just great to see that he's potentially on a road road to recovery there um absolutely want to worry about that player's safety and human life before anything else uh Tim as you dropped out I was just just reiterating to the listeners that once again, it's just great that DeMars looks like he's on a path uh, to good health, and that's obviously what we want before anything else. But you can continue with your thought if you still got it. Oh, I don't even remember where I was at. Uh, what was it I saying, Jimmy? I mean, I, I, I mean it does matter, but I don't know that it matters. If you look at, if you look at the AFC, uh, if you're looking at those bottom wild card spots uh, like we've a team we've talked about the Ravens I think they they for sure have one locked up the Chargers got one locked up and I think just like the Packers over in the AFC that seven seed is still still open amongst three teams right now New England sits in it but I think it could end up being the Dolphins or the Steelers after week 18 we'll just have to wait I don't know the scenarios but we'll just have to wait and see who rolls into that one yeah, so only five teams are are in it, right? Um, is it only as five right now? So it's so the the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals have all clinched the division, um, and the Chargers and the Ravens have clinched a spot. So that's right. The Jaguars in Tennessee, the AFC South is still up for grabs, right? So the Jags, Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers all yeah. technically still have a shot. Yeah, so the only way Tennessee can get in is if they beat Jacksonville, and the only way Jacksonville gets in is if they beat Tennessee. But I think in that hunt, the Steelers and Miami, they're trying to beat out New England for that seven seed. Yep, you're right. So that's AFC so, seeding. That's AFC seeding. Um, we kind of already talked about NFC a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what, what else you got before we wrap up this Packer edition rolling into a week 18. So dude, how many interceptions Aaron Rodgers has thrown this year? I know where this is going and I'm going to answer it juicy. He's thrown, <laughs> he's thrown 11 interceptions. He's thrown 11. He's thrown 11. He's in the double digits. 
It's the third time he's been in the double digits. The first year was his uh, his first year as a starter. Started the whole season when he threw 13. But right now he has 11. And he's only thrown 11 interceptions in a season one other time. Johnny, do you know what season that was when he threw 11 picks? He put on a fucking Super Bowl, he baby. Put, he put on a Super Bowl ring, baby. Baby, Aaron Rodgers with those 11 picks won a goddamn Super Bowl. Here goes the Packers again in a seventh seed, about to come in, take out the 49ers who ended our season last year. Then we're going to go to a fucked up Philadelphia. We're going to beat them bitch Eagles. And then after that, whoever's remaining, we don't give a fuck. We're going in for the NFC Championship game, and Aaron Rodgers is finally going to travel pack to the Super Bowl, and he's getting another ring, baby. Another ring as the seven seed. Go, pack, go! Go, pack, go. <laughs> Love it. I, uh, did you ever read um, Insider Inbox on Packers.com? No. So it used to be ran. It's usually run by one of the Packers beat writers right now. I think it's like something Spoff, Spofford. I don't know. Um, Spofford? And it used to be run by this this guy named Vic. And uh, I remember in 2015 or 16, someone asked him, what's your what's your prediction for this season? You know, how do you see this this shaking out? Yeah. And his answer was real simple. One for the thumb. Oh, shit. That's all we need. So a Super Bowl victory would obviously give us our fifth overall. One for the thumb. No doubt, baby. Just a, shit. Ha- just a handful of rings. Handful of rings. I need to get myself some of them them ring replicas, display them on a shelf or some shit. <laughs> I, I received one one year as a Christmas present. <laughs> really? And I know it was only like probably 25 bucks, you know, bought it from China or whatever, yeah. but... My it's at my parents' house right now, and it's displayed in their like yeah light up like corner glass display case. <laughs> For it's like sure. sitting on top. It it's just, the funniest fucking just, thing. It's probably it's right just kind of. It's, it's right next to their wedding china. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of you know every time you walk in the room, it kind of just makes your dick tingle a little bit. I bet that's, that's the way to go. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Super Bowl ring turns me on more than my wife does. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get it. It, priorities, oh, right? Boy. Perspective, priorities. All right, is that, is that all you got, Tim? Tim uh, one, one more question. Yep. If uh, Sunday night rolls around and we lose, can we just like delete this podcast? Uh, n- not only should we probably <laughs> delete this podcast, I'm probably just going to block Sam's phone number. That's that's most likely what I'm going to do because it's just going to be a fucking tsunami of Justin Jefferson gifts doing oh, the gritty. Man. And I just, I, I will say this is a, a PSA to all the Pack fans out there. If you've been hit by a cuck fuck Vikings fan this season sending you the JJ gritty gif, there is one that exists out there uh, of <laughs> Jair Alexander smacking that gritty with Justin Jefferson in the background. And there's your ammunition to all those fucking Viking fans who have been lighting you up with the JJ Gritty gif. Now you got your Jair one that you can throw right back at him. Just use it cautiously because karma's a bitch. That is true. <laughs> Vikings fans are learning that right now. Indeed. 
Well, I don't got anything else, Johnny. I'm just, I'm super pumped for this weekend. I mean, like, like we've been saying playoff football for the last four weeks, one more week, two more weeks. Let's just keep it rolling. I'm just, now I'm amped up. Absolutely. We're locked in. Packer fans, it's a showdown. January cold Lambeau Field, and we got turtleneck lethal Aaron Rodgers taking on the Detroit Lions, hopefully walking out with a seven-seed playoff spot. Packer fans, just soak that in before we bounce out here. We're playing for a playoff spot this weekend. As you sit down to watch your team, it's with the hopes of going to the playoffs. Imagine that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, If you are new or old listener, we would love for you to just take a quick second, leave us a review on whatever listening platform you are on right now. Any love we can get. We absolutely appreciate it. And join us next week for our regular programming of the Bowski Bros. We will see you later. Deuces. Deuces.